If you're listening to this episode, I bet you're wondering what behaviors you're doing that keep you from getting your needs met and ending up in situationship after situationship. I got you. I've created a situationship quiz and I'm so excited about it. Take the quiz to discover more behaviors and more tips for navigating situationships because I know you're in more than one right now. No judgment, boo-boo. I used to have five situationships at a time. Yes. So you're not alone. You can find the quiz at www.dontea.co forward slash quiz. That's D-O-N-T-E-A dot C-O forward slash quiz. I'll drop it in the show notes as well. Okay, back to the episode. Let's be very clear. That's 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 disrespectful. You're assuming that I can just always drop my knees when you're ready, when you come to me. But when I call you, you weren't there. Hey, loves. My name is Dantea, and I'm your fave self-worth therapist and coach. And this is my show, Situationship. This show is about getting out of toxic situationships that go beyond partners to family and friends and everything in between. To living a life of joy and self-worth. Okay, let's get into it. So, season four, we're back. We're back and back and back 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 back. Um, I'm so excited that we are back. I've been thinking a lot about. Like, should we keep doing seasons? Like, now we're in season four. It's usually 10 episodes per season. And now I'm wondering, like, if we should do away with seasons, just keep the episode number. Um, Mackenzie, what do you think? Share your thoughts. Okay. So today, boo-boos, we are going to be talking about the always available woman, Right. So if you've been following me on social media, you've you've seen me talk about um, like being an always available woman, always available girl, what that means, what that looks like, what happens to like your mental when you are the always available person. Okay, so that's what we're going to get into more today. So let's just let's just bring it all the way down. What does it mean to be an always available woman? So in short, it means like your needs come last, if they come at all. So a lot of times when we are always available to someone, something, we're going to use people in this regard, we're going to use him in this regard, we're always available to him, it trans it translates as like whatever he needs, whatever he's got going on, whatever he requests, that's what comes first. My own needs. Uh, maybe I want, you know, scheduling ahead of time or maybe maybe I want um, vegan restaurants and, and we keep going to restaurants that serve meat because that's my need. But he wants meat, so that's his need. So I just, I'm just always able to all the things and the scheduling and the planning and whatever, right? So it means subconsciously you believe if you're not always answering your phone, texting back immediately, attending every single get together, even if you got the invitation 20 minutes ago. And oh, by the way, the event starts in 30 minutes. I have a sister. She used to do that to me all of the time. Hey, we're having um, dinner at six and like the location was two hours away. 
and that was two hours from now. Uh, I'm not going to be there, you know? However, before I worked on being the always available person, I constantly was like, okay, yeah, drop everything I'm doing and I'll make it. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just so grateful for the invite anyways. Right. So like, that's what's happening. It also comes from a place of, I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. Like that's the belief system that's happening right now. I'm sure this is what you're experiencing. Like the belief system, you feel like you are supposed to do this as a friend, as a girlfriend, as a girlfriend in waiting, as a daughter, as a sister, as an aunt, as an employee, right? Like you name it, you feel like this is what you're supposed to do. There are no other options. This is what's put in front of me. Must must meet the goal, right? Well, must must accomplish what's put in front of me. So here's another way to look at that. Here's an example. And it's probably a personal example <laughs> for my past. So you meet a guy, right? And he says, let's go out to dinner one day. You say, okay. Some days go by, no dinner plans are made. He's not hitting you up, he hasn't said anything. So then you're like, okay, well, you know, I wonder what's going on. Let me let me check in, let me see. Like, hey, are we still going? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we're still going, I'll let you know. Okay, I'll just let me know, cause you know, I really wanna go and I really enjoyed meeting you and so that'd be really great, right? He got the message. So one day he finally calls you and you let the phone ring once because you're like, bloop, 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 hello, hey. And no judgment, girl, no judgment. I am quick to answer a phone call too if I'm really excited to talk to someone, right? Like no judgment there. I'm just I'm just saying that because it ties into everything else I'm gonna say. So he goes, hey, let's do dinner tonight, tonight, right? And so now here's the tricky part. Gonna get tricky, 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 tricky. So... <laughs> You have already made plans with your friends. So tonight, technically, you're not available, right? However, you've been waiting to hear from this guy. You've been waiting to, to meet up, to link up. And here it is tonight, same time as you had plans with your friends or your family or whoever, right? Your, your, your child, whatever, right? So because you're really excited to see him, you just cancel your plans. Like they'll, you know, they understand or it's no big deal. Like I really want to do this. Hang out with my friends is not as important to me even though we had already planned this. I'm going to hang out with the guy who I haven't heard from from days and he's finally hitting me up. Wants to see me last minute. I can be ready last minute and I'm canceling my plans, right? Like it's bananas and it's what we do. We, again, we feel like we're supposed to meet the request and if someone else's needs are being in front put in front of us we go we be like okay yeah that's more important than what i need which is what i need is spend time with my friends and i would love to see you tomorrow something like that i don't know right okay so you cancel your plans you, you find a way to cancel the plan you do it okay so as time gets closer to the date with this guy, you know, it's looking like he's probably going to be a no-show. He hasn't updated you. He hasn't said where you're going, none of that. So of course you get anxious and trying to figure out like what's happening. And so you reach out, you call and you text to get an update on his ETA and he doesn't hit you back. Mm. <sighs> so here we are being ghosted days of the you know the hours and nights going on like you know it looks like it's not gonna happen so then you finally change it to your pajamas 
and you probably start to feel real down at this point. So for me, when when this used to happen to me consistently, well, I would say consistently, it happened frequently. Like I'm very familiar with this experience. I would, I'm a crier, so I would just start crying. Like anytime I was ghosted, I take it really hard. So maybe you take it really hard too, or maybe you're like, I just turn on Golden Girls and I eat a bunch of ice cream or I get really mad and I like sing songs really loud or I just go to sleep because when I feel depressed, I just sleep, right? Whatever that is, like however you cope with this letdown. So the next day comes and look and behold, it's him, Mr. See You Tonight, right? See you last night, right? So he's calling and he says, he's like, you know, sorry, I got caught up last night. Oh, what are you doing Saturday? Now let's just like let's just let's just pause that. So I got caught up last night, not acknowledging that I left you high and dry, not, not acknowledging that I didn't respond to you, just blanket statement, kind of quick crossing. Um, I got caught up last night, let's move forward, let's not even talk about it. What are you doing Saturday, right? And now again, again, no judgment. Because you're an active lady, because people want to spend time with you because you're amazing, you already have plans for Saturday. Maybe it's a Saturday brunch. Maybe it's a um, concert. Maybe maybe it's actually something that will elevate you to the next step in life. Maybe it's an interview. Um, maybe it's a seminar, something, right? Anything that you felt like, this is what I want to do. This is what I need. This is how I'm going to spend my Saturday. Okay. So you probably see where I'm going with this, right? He's like, hey, let's hang out Saturday because you really want to see him. You're going to go ahead and catch your plans. Like this is the cycle that we start to create. We start to create this cycle of whenever you need me, I will be there. Whenever you need me, I will be there. Versus when we really stop to think like, what do I need first? And then I'll let you know, right? You can still be excited. You can still be very excited. Just just fitting it in where it fits in best for you and not being always available. Because when we are always available to him, fill it in with something else, when we're always available, we're always answering, we're always like, here I am, here I am, whatever you need me, I'll be there, right? What we don't realize it's happening is your anxiety increases and you can easily go into this place of spiral when he doesn't respond, right? What's happening in the back is that I'm always available for you, therefore you should always be available to me. That's not what's happening. That's not what's happening. So when you reach out to him, he doesn't hit you back or or he calls you and you call right back and he doesn't answer or you send a text and he consistently doesn't text back until like seven hours later, it drives you batty. And as it should, quotation marks should, uh, because what you've set up is a cycle for yourself where you're always there. And when he's not there for you in that way, you're like, what's going on? I don't understand. Like, do you still like me? Blah, blah, blah. Right? Because you, the other part of this is you can't fathom not answering his call or text back immediately, right? You constantly have already canceled all your plans. And, you know, when he shows up, like, hey, let's hang out tonight. Let's be real real about that. When you show up last minute to someone like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Um, and that's like the consistent behavior. Not saying we can't make room for uh, sporadic moments. I'm actually going to do something sporadic today that nobody knows about. Um, I'm saying like, if that's my consistent behavior, let's be very clear. That's, that's, that's disrespectful. You're assuming that I can just always drop my knees when you're ready. 
when you come to me. But when I call you, you weren't there, right? Okay, so I don't want you to like keep having your needs take a back seat. I don't want that for you. I just don't, right? And love, let me tell you, you deserve a non-anxious attachment. You deserve a non-anxious attachment to someone who is your partner, friend, family, whatever. You just deserve non-anxious attachment. Anxiety will make you stress. And another another day, I'll talk about what anxiety does to the body. Okay, it's not great. And also, it gets really because t- I've been this I've been this person. You can ask my friends from college. It gets tiring canceling on the people that are consistently showing up for you. I constantly canceled on my friends. Oh, I can't go last minute, blah, blah, blah. And all I'm doing is hanging out in a, in a dorm room. What the fuck? I could have been hitting the dance club or going out and making memories with my friends. But yeah, I'm here with you watching you play video games. So I wouldn't so desperately spend time with you because it's the only time you said you had available for the next three days. So I'm going to take it. What? Okay. So here's my tip to you. I want you to spend time with your priority needs first. Spend time with that first. If you're in school, if you're in college, you need to study, right? You need to submit that essay, right? Spend that time first, then then do the other things. If you're if, if it's really important to you that you see your baby sister once a week and he tries to schedule that same day you already made plans with your baby sister, take care of that priority need first. You know what I mean? You see where I'm going with this? And the other tip is then... Find a way to blend him into your life. Blend it in. Blend it in. Don't make it the priority because your needs are coming first, right? Blend it in. Okay. Now, if you still like, I need more help with that girl, like, I don't really understand how exactly the blending goes, hit me up. Send me a question. Let's talk about it on the show. Or you can always schedule a free consultation and we can chat about what's going on if you want to work with me. There are many options to this, Okay. Did you get all that? You got this. I believe in you. You're going to do great. Until next time, bye. Thank you for listening to the show, loves. This show was produced by Mackenzie Mazell and me, Dantea. If you got a question you'd like me to answer, which I know you do, please send it to Dantea at soireesintherapy.com. That's S-O-I-R-E-E-S for soirees. When you do that, the answer might just become an episode and I would love to keep talking about your question. Want to work with me? The link is in the show notes. I'll see you there and I'll see you in the next episode. Okay, 